just, uh, I'm going to open my laptop. You can see my sister's waving in the background. Welcome to Stay in the Room Live. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. I'm Gabby, and in 2016, I founded Bloody Good Period, the charitable organisation which provides supplies and education to asylum seekers, refugees, and people who can't afford them. And I wanted to create Stay in the Room podcast to bring men into the menstrual conversation. And staying in the room with me tonight is my dearest friend, Bobby Cousins. Bobby is a production designer who has made feminist films such as Mari, Endo, and Disobedience. Yeah? Correct. Yeah. And. All good. Sorry, I'm tired. And staying in the room with us tonight, and can you start clapping in this fucking massive room, is the comedian Nish Kumar. How great. So who, who here already listens to the podcast? About four of you. And who hears, <laughs> who's here to see Nish? Even fewer. Even, Even fewer. fewer. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't know why the rest of you are here then. <laughs> great. Oh, we're here to see Bobs. Sorry. 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 Um, hi, Nish. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. No worries. My and, absolute pleasure. You know, it is... Me and Bobby were talking about this on the phone yesterday um, about... We sort of don't know what we're doing here because no one's re I don't no one's really done this before, but like no one men don't really talk about periods. That is true. In public. That's right? it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um and so uh we're just gonna sort of talk a little bit about men and periods and there'll be a chance to ask questions at the end. Um we'll have about fifteen minutes. Also, if you've got any really good fun period facts, please do share. Um I'm not shout out. Don't, you are, don't you shout. can't shout it out. Don't shout it Oh, we can shout it out. What do you mean? We shout out a period, period fact. Yeah, but, the, but people will get the microphone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't just shout them out in the middle. Like, and <laughs> um, it's actually impossible to sync your period with somebody else's. That's the first fact. Like, who's surprised by that? All of you. Um, <laughs> it's blown my mind. Yeah, you, yeah you're surprised. Yeah. Who's told you about that? Like, I feel like... Has it been used as a weapon? Well, I feel <laughs> <laughs> it, it kind of has. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I just thought, I, th I definitely know several women who have told me that they can sink their periods. But, you know, it does feel like a big trick. Yeah. <laughs> Explain. I don't know. I mean, well, I, I used to live with... I'm, I'm not going to say this. I nearly I have this bad habit of telling stories about people and then saying their first and surname. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really like, if I pause before I say someone's name, it's not because they're like somehow famous and it would compromise their career or whatever. It's just literally because I'm really trying to purge the habit of breaking the anonymity of my dear friends. <laughs> but my friend that I used to live with, my friend at university, and one of our friends used to live down the road. And they like found some like you know there's like bits of the Old Testament and you read them and you're like <laughs> this okay is just oh found okay a bit of the Old yeah 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 it was it was one of those little scrolls it was like an early days of the internet like fun internet thing when you oh, couldn't right, really right, right. you couldn't stream videos because no one's internet was fast enough somebody had used bits of Lego to act out bits of the Old Testament <laughs> and it was called like the Lego Testament and they, what they would do is they would find the like weird bits of the Old Testament which from what I can tell and I'm not as you know from a Judeo-Christian upbringing is <laughs> all of the Old Testament the Old yeah. Testament is there's some spicy shit in there yeah um, and there's just there was one bit about how menstruating women are technically polluted oh 100% and that any man yeah. that comes in contact and so the way that I found out that they were on their periods was one of them would just touch me and go polluted and <laughs> And then really I thing. remember the day that one of them touched me and said polluted and the other one went, me too! <laughs> that is hashtag me too. Yeah. Hashtag polluted. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So they were certainly convinced that they'd sink their periods at the time. Yeah, no, it's impossible. It's actually impossible because you have your cycle and that's it. And it just co it's just coincidence if you, if you like overlap. Read Sally King's Menstrual Matters blog. She's the best person in the world and she's a furious feminist and she will she like hates the moon not like the moon generally but she like <laughs> hates hates anything to do with periods and the moon anyway the myth of it the myth the uh, myth okay. the myth should we get on with questions then so i'm going to ask the first question and actually both of you can answer um when did you first hear about periods 
Uh, well, it must have been. We talked about this earlier, and um, it wasn't through my dad. Uh, as, it wasn't, as is normal. It wasn't through my mum. It oh, was through okay. my little sister, who might or might not be here, I'm not sure. Claudia, are you here? No. <laughs> she's not, which is quite a good thing, because she yeah. used to scuttle to the toilet oh. every time she'd have a period, and I'd be like, what's up, what's going on? And it, we thought we were quite a liberal family, but it turns out we were quite conservative, and I, and I just... Uh, so you didn't, didn't. So you've got an older sister, but you didn't learn about it from her. No, no. So she's like hidden it away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So my family held it away, whereas I was thinking that I knew everything I needed to know about women, and it wasn't true. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. What about you, Nick? Look, I thought about this for ages, and it absolutely cannot be the case that. But all the, the earliest discussion I can remember, there's an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> There's an episode of Buffy that I, this cannot be the first, but the earliest memory I have about, certainly about people conversationally referring to it, rather than it being something that was taught, like, because I, I really hope that, like, sex and reproductive education has improved from the late 90s. Because, I don't like, know. Some of the stuff that we, like, the way we had periods explained to us, it was basically like, and uh, some stuff happens to women, and uh, shut up! And that, <laughs> that's pretty much all. And then, I don't you get taken out to talk about wet dreams? I don't remember us having a conversation about wet dreams. Did I remember somebody holding a condom yeah. down a what seemed to me to be one of the columns that supported the Parthenon. <laughs> <laughs> and like all I remember is being like, I think I have the worst dick in the world. Uh, that <laughs> and that was yeah. the end of sex education. It really, you know, it really ruins expectations for heterosexual women yeah. as well. I must <laughs> tell you. <laughs> you know, if this is the first thing you see when yeah. you're like 14. Also, they never had balls. I know. It was just this like solid cylinder. It was like, do you, is that something you use to store toilet rolls? <laughs> Good tip. Um, uh, but yeah. there was an episode of Puppy the Vampire. Yeah, please do, please tell us. At the end of the episode, Will always decided to go out with Oz, who is a werewolf. And at the end of the episode, he's Someone like... Someone just go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, do you still want to go out with me? And she said, sure. I mean, three days of the month, I'm not much fun to be around. And I remember thinking, I think that's periods. <laughs> <laughs> now, there that's must be short. a different memory. But well, that how old were you? Like, probably like, like 11, 12. Okay. Mm. How did you know periods? That's what I can't work out, and that's why somebody else must have told me about it. And did you grow up around women? I mean, People my mum famously is a woman, um, <laughs> but I didn't have sisters, so I guess. Uh, and also, yeah. it's like, uh, also it is that thing of again, uh, very similar to you. Like, I think we are quite a very liberal family, but actually, there is very little discussion around mm. anything like that at all. I think that's really. Not, I think I'm from a family of four girls, though, and I don't. Do, are there any sisters in here? Is it just one of you? Where are my sisters? Yeah, I mean literal sisters. Did we talk about periods <laughs> at home a lot? No. You wouldn't have to answer the question. No. no. Not really. When I started my period, actually, my little sister Lois, who I'm going to embarrass now, wouldn't touch me. Polluted. Hashtag me too. Hashtag polluted. Sorry. <laughs> she's she's great. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, <laughs> okay, so. This is, a, this is another question that I've been thinking about, which I'd like all the people who don't menstruate in the room to think about this. Have you ever seen a period? Do you know what an actual period looks like? Not like as a test, but do you, have you ever seen one? Yes, I'm trying not to break confidences. <laughs> Let's go but with like John Smith, that's the name. Yeah, I mean, if you live with and are in a relationship with a woman, mm -hmm. you probably <laughs> will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll join you, I'll join you. Nick, just, just, just for the, yeah. yeah. the sound. <laughs> <this, because literally laughs> We're all the house, rocking yeah. on stage. Literally, as I left the house, she was go like, go. try not to talk specifically about my period. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just really don't, don't, I don't want the details of it but on the internet. Is that the only but period you've seen? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And in what context? I'm oh, sorry, I know she said not to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just, I think if you're, I think if you live, yeah, I think if you, live with a person and you're in a relationship with them, after a while, the t there's just, over the course of a relationship, the toilet door 
at yeah. any given time is just more and more open. Yeah. Like that, that's how long I'm you've the opposite. Been in a it's the opposite. Oh, is it yeah, really? it's always closed. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I would try. You know, I try, but what you try and open it when yeah, she's in the yeah, toilet? Of course. <laughs> you know. Wait, it's my no, liberal explain, upbringing, you know. Explain, you try and open the toilet or you try and leave it open? Um, you want to know what it's she's It's already closed. It's, it's already okay. closed. Listen, I keep it closed when I'm dropping hammers because <laughs> that nonsense is disgusting, I right? But like, <laughs> <laughs> dropping hammers. But like, I just think that the level of, as you go in a relationship, the level of intimacy, like there's, if you've been together for six or seven years, you can't have a situation where someone's like, oh, I can't see it. I'm so squeamish. Like, you have to you have move past to. that in your life. I think it was in Sex and the City, maybe. Charlotte was like, or maybe it was an actual friend of mine. I don't know. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so gross. Um, said you should never keep tampons in your bathroom. Because, because you, sh- you, you don't want your um, partner to know. If they, you have a vagina. Well, or that you have a period. But where do you, I suppose they all have quite large houses in Sex and the City. It's either Sex and the City or it was someone that we know <laughs> who we stalk on Instagram. <laughs> John Smith. John Smith. John Smith. Who we stalk again. Said you should never you should never have your tampons out in your bathroom because men shouldn't have to know that you're on your period. Is it is anyone does anyone know if that was Sex and the City or was it indeed John it Smith? Right. It wasn't Sex and the City. You don't watch Sex and the City. No, you don't. That's what's it. Um, Where do you oh. keep them then? You should have you should have them in a special little box. Locked away. This little box. <laughs> Wait, you can't surely store. Great. Listen, I know I don't. I've not displayed a huge amount of knowledge, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you can't just keep a pack of them up there. I don't know. <laughs> it's not Fort Knox. I don't know. <laughs> do you like that? <laughs> Yeah, well, apparently, apparently, men shouldn't shouldn't have to see them. But I think that's crazy. But that is crazy. Completely I think that's crazy. crazy and impractical. But you'd never seen a pad, Bobby. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to point. But you hadn't seen a you hadn't seen a pad until we made a giant sanitary towel. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And you were very excited by it. To make a large sanitary so towel. We made yeah. a massive pad. Uh, oh, my other sister's just arrived. Hello. You all right? <laughs> Give us a wave. She's late. Um, <laughs> She, uh, we made this massive pad because um, Bobby makes props and stuff and you'd never seen one before. With Sam, who made the tampons Oh my God, have you seen the tampons outside? Yeah. How amazing. Um, but I, I find that I just, I, I can't get my head around that you would have never seen this thing that like we see every single month. Have you seen a period more? Uh, no, I... I tell, I tell me about your seeing a period. Well, it's, I'm a bit like... Nish, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. kind of. <laughs> 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 we're, we're all just trying not just to break <laughs> confidences. I'd rather not go there just yet. Okay. You know, we had an argument. You know. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> she threw one at you. Let me say, if that happened, I respect the shit out of that. that I think, she, I think she'd like to do that actually. There was a yeah. point in the month where you could physically just throw the content. <laughs> I think she'd like to. I think she'd absolutely Thank love to. Thank you for do. nodding. Thank you. <laughs> You could because it's viscous. No, viscous. No, the an- opposite. It's thick. It get nod if you know what I'm talking about. Thank you. Right. So it's not. Just, look at all the nodding. Look at all the rocking. <laughs> look at that. You could actually. You could throw it at somebody. I would respect that. Thank I, you. I think that would be. That is a real gangster move. I'm gonna do that latitude <laughs> when I come see your. Oh podcast. yeah. What a heckle. <laughs> what a heckle. How was the gig? Someone threw a mental exam. <laughs> Is that a compliment? Hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's like the opposite of people throwing their pants at Tom Jones. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's it's actually it's very good for the earth. Some people put it in their plants. Mm. I'll let Is that, that true? settle. <laughs> yes. Where does it really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like my friend has a like composting thing that he pees in. And what? So you like, like, yeah, apparently you, if you... Two compost? Yeah, yeah, it helps with the composting. Well, that's what he told me. <laughs> yeah, that's like, oh, foxes hate we, so you have to wee around the garden. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, let's go to the toilet. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you can put it in your... So, so, like, period blood is, like, full of nutrients. Like, don't wow. eat it. 
It's not like, it's not like, you know, like people say like you can eat your own way, like drink your own way, like don't do that and don't eat your own period blood. But it is full, it is apparently like they're starting to, there's research where they're finding out like that you can find out a lot about somebody's health by their period. Like it's, it's not just the blood by like the, what's the word? Like the, the mucus, the gush, all of that. You can find out quite a lot about someone. But yeah, the gush. The gush. Terrific name Thank for you. A <laughs> the gush. The gush. I'm putting gush. it out there. The gush gush. Who wants it? First person with a hand up can have that band. No, no one wants it. I'm taking a from That is wild. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're not talking about when you've when you've seen a period. No, but we could equally talk about. Uh, one of the next questions, Go on. which I'll this is ask you, Nish. Your favorite it's one question. of my favorite questions. And do you like period sex? <laughs> oh. Listen, I am absolutely not averse to it. Because again, it's like one of those things where initially, I think I, I, think I was always quite squeamish about it because you're like, oh no, there's blood, there's going to be blood. And I, I will admit... All you had was Buffy in your head. The, yeah, <laughs> I thought I turned into a werewolf or something like that. I will admit the first time it happens, it is truly alarming because it is like your dick has exploded. Like, you're like, sweet Jesus, I need to consult a physician immediately. And then you have someone explaining to you going, no, that's come out of me. And you're like, thank God. <laughs> the level of relief that you feel, like it's almost like- You're a rocking again. It's almost, <laughs> it's, it's almost like a second orgasm. Like it's the, the realization that you have not just jizzed a load of blood. Oh, I get it, so yeah. sorry. Because In my head, you weren't expecting period. And that, right, you right, right. I was like, because- so you, you, like, you look down you didn't go and in you go, like, sweet mother right. of God. It's the only thing I can compare it to, and this is not, uh, look, sometimes when you have beetroot, <laughs> and then you look down and you're like, what my organs fell out via my anus, and then you go, Beetroot, <laughs> similar sensation. Does anyone know always just like, do, do people who menstruate just think that that's, you come on your period early and then you're like, <laughs> oh, I had beetroot for lunch. Is that just, no. <laughs> they are all nodding. <laughs> yeah, everyone agreed with me. I'm um, sorry, continue, yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's one, again, it's one of those things with being in a, when you're a, when you're a younger man, certainly there is a level of squeamishness about these things that I think is really culturally unhelpful. Um, I think, and it, mm. it would be good. I kind of wish that I could go back to my younger self and go, hey, maybe you should uh, ask some questions about this because you being scared of it is pretty pathetic. And it's actually mm. not something that happens to your body. So you've really got no justification for being so squeamish about it. But yeah, the, yeah, and then when you're in a long-term relationship, you're like, let's, yeah, crack on. Yeah. <laughs> let's just crack on. You Skyped me whilst you were having a shit yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> There's is no that John Smith again? Oh, we're not yeah, rocking, John so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we can assume this was an X. <laughs> the rocking <laughs> John, John Smith Skyped me during a shit yesterday. Where's the, you know, you can't preserve that. You, you, part of the building of intimacy is surely that you kind of are okay with each other's bodily mm. functions. I mean, listen, I'm not taking photographs of my turds and sending it to her <laughs> yet. But, <laughs> but sometimes if it's a good one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that is part of the inevitable build of intimacy in a relationship. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think it's really important. But what would you, you were saying that you, you want, you would like to, like, ask questions, you should have asked questions when you were younger. Like, what yeah. kind of things was it that you wanted to know? I think just, I think just a basic understanding of, the, you know, what a period is. Right. That, be, that goes beyond what they sort of the kind of five minute chat we had of in the just because it's like it's 51 percent of the population or whatever of the entire world so it feels like ever as well it's not like a new thing yeah it's not yeah, a new yeah. thing yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not a new thing and like and also the more you you know it's really embarrassing to think about like even just the t title of this like staying in the room and stuff the idea that as younger men we were all like i don't want to hear about that mm. it's it, it's kind of pathetic in retrospect. And yeah. I wish that we'd had a bit more of an open discussion about it, just because everyone should have a basic understanding of what the human body does. And also I feel like just we talk, there's so much chat about balls. <laughs> there's so much chat about what, balls. Within, within, within everywhere. I think a lot of it- I don't know much about balls, I must say. Oh, let me tell you. Please. We should, we should start a podcast, shouldn't we? About balls. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's just so much sort of conversation about... Again, I think I'm coming at this as somebody who grew up as a comedy fan and is a comedian, and there's so much comedy about balls and dicks and the stuff that comes out of them and the things that they do. <laughs> there was always this idea that, like, women in comedy talking about periods was something that was like, oh, it's really boring. But actually, it wasn't really boring because how many co- female comedians have you actually seen do material about yeah. it? The reason people don't talk about it is because they know men become squeamish about it, and that's pretty pathetic. That is, yeah. I mean, I feel like we've changed it, you know. Mm. Bloody funny is... Who is it? What's, if, is it? Has anyone been to Bloody Funny? Oh, my God, you're all super fans. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> So, so Jan Brister does some amazing like period stuff. Yeah, which is great. Every, I think every, Rose Matafeo's got some yeah. really good, really save that for later. Is yeah. everyone coming to the show later? We'll be looking forward to Rose Matafeo's period. Got some really funny stuff. Yeah, about the period tracker app. Because it is really funny. This is the thing. Like this is what has pissed me off for so long is that we've like, as as like women and people who menstruate in like the the classroom or in like you know groups of friends, we talk about periods nonstop. Like. Hmm. Is it, it's right, right? It's not just me, like, talking to the mirror. <laughs> I'm really happy flow today, Gabby. But we do, we, like, talk about it all the time. And, like, there is literally, like, I mean, I have 30, well, not, I didn't, haven't, didn't start my period when I was born. But, like, um, like, 20 years of, like, conversation about periods. And it just doesn't get old. And yet, for some reason, in the mainstream media, we're not allowed to discuss it. It's this weird, like, secret little thing or big thing. I mean, I think it's, like, it's because... It's because of male squeamishness. Like, I think that's all it is. And which is really pathetic when you think about it. Because, mm. I mean, if you play violent video games, like we've talked yeah. about before, a lot more blood there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not supposed to be coming out. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's part of it, isn't it? All yeah. the games growing up. Yeah. And you see all this blood. And the, the, the thing is that it's the one type of blood that's supposed to be there. Yeah. It's supposed to come out. <laughs> You know. yeah, I watched the Terminator when I was seven, <laughs> and he literally cuts his own arm off at oh. one point, and there's just blood everywhere. And I was like, "Whoa, cool!" I <laughs> can't, I can't. And then a woman's oh. like, "Oh, this natural thing happens to be like, I don't want to hear about that. Yeah. Talk about something normal like a robot with blood." I, I can't, I can't bear the sight of of blood that's not period blood. Not because I'm like really pro period blood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like that's the only one I will look at. But like. <laughs> For some reason, like I, I, I think I've talked about this twice on the podcast. Um, I had a nosebleed and was sick because I was so horrified. Oh my God, that's so much <laughs> it was bodily fluid. Disgusting. <laughs> it was, it was like coming out, and I like woke up and I was like, oh. and then I was like, ooh, because it was so gross. And but, but like you know, I see it every month coming out of my vagina, and I'm quite comfortable with that. It's interesting. Yeah. Have you ever seen the insides of a menstrual cup? No. Has anyone ever asked you that? No. <laughs> also, it's like it's like one of those things where you can't really ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not really one of those things where you can be like, you know, like at a festival and be like, can I have a quick, <laughs> just a, just a <laughs> quick squizzer? Maybe that's where we're going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just go. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just have a quick look in the old. <laughs> No, don't put it back in. Oh, sorry. You tip it out. This give is the stuff rinse, that I need to give know. Give it a rinse and put it back in. Thank <laughs> you. Foil it every month. I never, ever foil my cup. But they, they naturally pop out as well, don't they, sometimes? No? What? No, I, I, someone said to me yesterday. Who? No names. <laughs> <laughs> this is a no-name show. Who told you? And we were what? talking about menstrual cups. And she said it didn't fit, so it keeps popping out. So oh, yeah. right. That's not naturally, though. It's just the wrong yeah. size. That's like yeah, saying wrong size. Like, my trousers so didn't naturally fit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. size eight. Um, yeah. Who, who, okay. Yeah. N- no one that we're going to say <laughs> yeah. the name of. Yeah, it can, I guess if, if you have the wrong, they're like two sizes. But there is, it says, like on lots of like different brands of the box, like when you hit 30 mm. or you've had a baby, mm. you should get a bigger cup. Cool, that, that's like the line in Jaws. We're going to need a bigger cup. <laughs> <laughs> but has anyone else upgraded to a bigger cup? I'm assuming everyone in here uses cups. It's probably not the case. Does anyone in here use a cup? Quite. I mean, it is a period-based audience. So have you ever had to upgrade your cup? No. We've all got tiny vaginas. Yeah. 
you started on the big one and, you, and it hasn't naturally popped out. You know? <laughs> Good. Or Good. just popped out. Or just popped out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting stuff. I, I, uh, I recommend... The cup is, so the cup is the more eco-friendly one, is that right? Yes. So should everybody use it? No, use whatever oh, right, you okay, want. Right, right, right. Use whatever you want. I don't okay. care. I'm just curious because I've never really... Is it because... Are the pads and stuff, is that bad for the environment? Yes. Both. Right, okay. So they're bad for the environment, like if they have plastic in. Yeah. Um, and the same with tampons. Or tampons have a lot of bleach in them, like Tampax. Can't t- tampons poison you? Yes. Okay. Oh, you can get toxic shock syndrome. Right, yes. Um, so this is like the first thing that you learn about when you start your periods mm. and your mum says, don't use tampons. Um, yeah. I wasn't allowed to use tampons till really late on. Did you, were you two allowed? I'm talking directly to my sisters, so they did not expect. Well, you, you did. You were allowed to use tampons. Mm. I wasn't allowed. Older sister privilege. Why weren't you allowed? I don't, my mum was just like, oh, no, I don't think, I don't think you should use them. Because me, you are. It is true. Why would I lie? <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to lie about. That sort of sounds like the reverse of older sibling privilege. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, I'll be honest with you. We let her use tampons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's like my mum always says, because I have a younger brother and my mum was always like, yeah, when we got around to him, we were like, we know what we're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> we've this got is, a bit more understanding. Yeah, we've got a bit, we've, we've, we've got the trial one. Now let's give the other one a go. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. Anyway, I wasn't allowed to use them, actually. I think you'll find. <laughs> Thank you for accusing me of lying on my podcast. Um, but um, yeah. What was it? Toxic shock syndrome. This is like the first thing you learn about. If you leave your tampon in for more than eight hours, you will die. Right. Um, Fuck. But, but it has happened. I have put two tampons in by mistake once. Thank right. you. <laughs> I was so hungover. I was, wait- I was waiting for that. Yeah, I, was yeah. for I was so hungover. And I must have just forgotten to take it out the night before. And then I went to the toilet, put another one in. And I went to the pub, because I'm a lad, and... You were hungover, and you woke up and went straight to the pub. (laughs) In my defence, it was for a roast. (laughs) I am a Jew, and I don't do two days drinking. I was going to be like, that's not a lad, that's an alcoholic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went for a roast in Hampstead, lol, and took two tampons out, and didn't die. But, toxic shock, um, yes, is you, you can die. Yeah, I, I remember my friend telling me that. Yeah. She was just very casually like, oh, yeah, then you get toxic shock. And the thing is, the words toxic shock, y- if you're not expecting to hear them said casually, you are like, oh, that's a bit of a... It's like people are like, it's like someone just casually being like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, I could get knife murdered. You're like, well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it really feels like we should dwell a little bit more on those two words that you've just breezed past. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like super, super rare. Right. But like um, tampons have got bleach in them, the ones that's from Tampax, and like all sorts of chemicals. And they don't have. This is great. I've just got like a soapbox here with two like people just listening. Right. That's they, what a and podcast I'm, I'm, is. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've got a podcast. I, I can't believe this has just occurred to me. <laughs> I, I can just run. They've got chemicals in them, and they don't have to disclose what is in them because you don't eat them. So you know how like if you have like food or drink, it yeah, has yeah, to say to, yeah. what's inside. But because your tampon doesn't go inside your mouth, they don't actually have to disclose what is But it's still going inside you. It's patriarchy, babes. That is... (laughs) (laughs) That that is a phenomenal title for a podcast. (laughs) It's the patriarchy, babes. It is. It is. Anyway. (laughs) That is... That's ridiculous. That's true, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, I haven't just made it up. Um, hell. Yeah, and like they don't. Yeah, they don't have to. I mean, it's not going to like actively poison you, but yeah, sure. is it? But I don't know. But also, but cups are like just an like an, an alternative, which means that you buy it once and you don't have to use it again. But I, I, um, I would never push a cup on anyone else. They are hard work. It took me a year. Cause can you imagine? Try imagining. Just imagine it. Imagine it in your bum. Right. Imagining. Imagine putting like a little cup that's like a little wine glass. Yeah. Like, th- have you ever seen Made of glass. Made of glass. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't say it on the box. It's already yeah. seen yeah. it. doesn't say on the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to. <laughs> and it's like little, sort of like silicon, and you have to fold it up and insert it, and then it pops open. 
literally sometimes you can Thanks feel for that. it can you feel it like the actual sometimes right okay yeah you can can't you yeah you can just feel it go like oh i really didn't know how graphic i was going to get Sounds today but it turns out that i'm going far yeah you can yeah it pops open oh, and, wow. and then and then you just take it out Tip it into the toilet. Have a good look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show it to Nish Kumar. Yeah. <laughs> Take it's it to the lighting outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, yeah. It's it's an, and then pads are pads. Yeah. So pads are fairly self-explanatory. Period knickers. Tried them. <laughs> On. Yeah. Should we? Have you ever seen them? No. You don't know about these. Oh, this is a revolution. You've mentioned it. Yeah. Um, we'll have a mm. <laughs> Did I mention I'm jet lagged as Funny well. They're like, they're like, uh, they're un just normal knickers, underwear, and they have this special technology in them, which is called like wicking, and it, oh, it does something with the blood. Like, I, I, was, like, I can't remember what them? it is. Yeah, I always wear them. Yeah. Um, well, it like, so it's it like, like soaks it up, but it, you, it's not like a pad where you can like still see the blood, like they, it's gone. What? Yeah, and you can wear them for like eight hours or something, or you can wear them all day. And it's just, and it's like, it's revolutionary. The perfect crime. It is literally <laughs> the perfect crime. What's the name? Uh, is it the period? Was it? Well, there's like Finks. Finks. Is the main ones. There's Wucker, Moddy Body, Flux. Now I feel like I should say all of them. I think that's it. I think that's, I think that's the four big brands. Good. Sponsor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're amazing. But it's like science is like, you know, moved on for women it turns out oh wow femtech that's what it's called no yeah. that's not the that's one of them. it's not femtech in the knickers that's like the broad that's, that's you had me that's like tech anyway 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 is there anything else i haven't thought of in terms of no nobody asked what period products there are but i'm telling everybody reusable pads some people use oh wow i don't really like them personally because you, you have to put it in your bag what do you do with that like a hanky, is it like that? No, it's like a it's like a pad. <laughs> <laughs> like you just put it up your sleeve. You could do. Like my dog. It'd be quicker, my wouldn't dog it? used to eat our pads. Oh my god. Am I am I lying about that? Am I lying about that? <laughs> I'm not lying about that. It was uh, it was horrible. Well, no, because I think the people should know actually. Um, it was horrible. <laughs> we we used to have to like. Like shut the bathroom doors after a while. Well, I mean, otherwise the dog would just like. Yoink. She was obsessed with them, and it was so embarrassing. It was. It's just come back. Oh my god, it was so embarrassing. Bearing in mind, when I was fourteen, I was not the head of a period organisation. <laughs> so it was not okay. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. I think it's like Labradors. They like blood. Is that it? Oh, I'm sorry. If we're all, if we're all freak. Oh no. It's like, what are you agreeing? Labradors. Why? We're talking about periods, Lois. The dog's dead. <laughs> She's not going to be embarrassed. <laughs> Listen, if the dog's dead, it's fair game. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely fair She's game. Not, she's going to be fine about what, but what? It's not. It's not like it was you eating them. Like <laughs> like, oh don't tell anyone. When I was little, I used to go in and go like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a telling off later <laughs> from John Smith and John Smith. Right. Um, and the ghost of John Smith's dog. And the ghost dog. of John Smith's dog. Should we, um, that's the reason why we're calling yeah. John Smith. It's a good point. It's kind of, it's still taboo. It's going You're back so to right. the... Yeah, yeah. You're but we're so going back right. earlier. We're saying John Smith, John Smith, but actually it's because we're all a bit... We're still embarrassed. Yeah, so yeah, much totally. of it. It's so taboo still. Yeah. How do you think... We'll go to questions in a moment to get them ready, slash fun fact. But how do you think both as, as non-menstruating men that, what, how, how do you break the taboo? How do you change the conversation? This is the start. Yeah. yeah but don't like just, you can't just say this is the start because oh, we're already doing this. Do something else. <laughs> Could I have that line in my head forever? <laughs> <laughs> like what can you do as like men, do you think, to, to change the conversation? Because I understand it's hard. Mm. It's I not easy. I think mm. definitely in talking to younger men to encourage them to have a vague bit of curiosity about menstruation and to be less pathetic than we were mm. um, and sort of less participatory in the patriarchy vote. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, yeah, I will say 
that the experience of being in a relationship with John Smith for seven <laughs> years has definitely evolved my sense of, you know, you kind of go into these things going, yeah, I'm a male feminist, and then you go out with a actual feminist, yeah. and you kind of go, oh, right, there's a lot of stuff that I, there's a lot of conversations that I willfully didn't participate in because of male privilege, and there's lots of conversations that I, and, you know, it's, if somebody's staring at you as they remove a tampon mm. and going, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Again, John Smith. Uh, if John Smith is staring at you in the eye as they remove their tampon and says, what, what? is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> that will definitely move your sense of it along. And it's, it's, I just wish I could have more, I wish I could have com- more conversations with my younger self. And I do see lots of mm. positive things. Like I see the way that my, for example, like my cousins who are considerably younger than me are being raised. Not just the way the girl is being raised, but the way the boy's being raised it feels like things are moving in a more positive direction in terms of actually having men participate in this kind of conversation. Yeah, that's it. It's standing there and asking that question. But I think it's getting the men to take their sons and, yes. and um, give them a better idea of, give them a better idea of it. Because mm. uh, I didn't get it. And, and it's, just a, it's just a way for them to, finding a way for them to understand through, well, through the males in their life. Great. All right, should we have some questions? Has anyone got any questions? Yes? We've got roving mics. Um, we've got two roving of our mics. roving mics. Oh. Um, it's a relief when the first hand goes up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the gap between uh, starting a Q&A and the first hand going up is the most uncomfortable oh. rooms full of brilliant oh. people will ever get. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I want to oh. ask a question. I wish we could go don't, back don't, to Don't back out. You're going to make a back out. You're going to make a back out. Right. Oh, she's French. Yeah, Fantastic. She's right, French. lead the way. Uh, can we have the mic over here? And then is there, a p- is there another question? And then we'll have the mic ready for that. We'll just, we'll just go ahead. I wonder how you feel about the fact that they're training their kids to be able to own those products and how their experience has been pretty affected. Yeah, it's total bullshit. <laughs> like, it is total bullshit. I think if I... And I would... It's the sort of thing that I would have had... If I didn't know Carrie had Lloyd, mm. uh, it's the sort of thing that uh, when she who's a friend of mine and who's sort of very, you all know who she is. But uh, she, she, she did this. Yeah, yeah. 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 But when she started doing that, campaigning around it, I literally had no idea. It's mm. absolutely absurd. Do you know why it is now? I think you're like this, because <coughs> of Brexit. Is it? It can't be moved because of Brexit. You like Brexit. You hate Brexit. <laughs> Brexit. I've taken a strong position on Brexit. You talk about Brexit. <laughs> yeah. So it was 20%, is that right, of luxury tax? Um, because they're luxurious, and then <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and then Laura Corrington, this brilliant campaigner, brought it down and basically got Cameron, I think, at the time to say, "Okay, fine, it's abolished." But then, because of Brussels, I don't know anything about Brexit. Because of Brussels, they then can't remove this final five percent. Do you know anything about this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. None of us like Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, good. Um, but yes, it's, um, it would be one of the things that could... That's incredible. It's the only good thing that's going to come out of Brexit. Yeah. Maybe Nigel Farage is a secretly a feminist. <laughs> I think we can all agree he is. Yeah. He definitely this is. Was, it was the secret feminist agenda of Nigel Farage. Those <laughs> <laughs> bloody tampons, luxurious. <laughs> cool, good question, thank you. Anyone else? Do you want to answer? I assume you also think it's bad. I do. It would yeah. be amazing if you were like... <laughs> 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 it would be absolutely incredible. Actually, you think they should keep yeah. it. Has anyone else got any questions? Yay. Okay. Once the, first w- once the pioneer asks the first question... Look at la pioneer. La pioneer. Merci. <laughs> Do you think the conversation or taboo is different from Asian communities than, say, white communities, especially in the UK? I mean, I would say, like instinctively, I'd say yes in some ways. But then the more I, the more you kind of, the more time you spend, I think we all have a tendency to assume our own culture is more conservative because there's a chance we've rubbed up against it a little bit more. 
And so when I was growing up, like there is this thing, like my family's Hindu, and there's this thing with certain Hindu temples where menstruating women still can't go into the temple. And so there's all that, all that kind of stuff. But the more I kind of speak to friends who grew up in, you know, like, just, you know, sort of Anglican English culture, the more I see the same level. Basically, it's any... If you, it's, it's all religions. Like, I'm not, I'm not Ricky Gervais. Like, you know, either in my bank balance or in my <laughs> regressive attitude to trans people. But, like, it's like, he's a fucking idiot. Anyway, um, it's, it's, I, I'm not, like, an, a, an aggressive atheist in that way. But I do think that it's always, or, or whenever you come up against organised religion, in those ways, like that's where I think the culture is sort of is more regressive, and that like so. I, but I, I I don't feel qualified to comment. I think when I was growing up, I assumed that Asian cultures that we were more conservative. But to be honest, the more I kind of because you you know up until you're eighteen, that's all you kind of know to an extent. But the more I meet people who grew up in different religions and different cultures the more I see it's just the influence of any organised religion, I think, that particularly in this kind of, particularly in attitudes to women, you see the kind of, big, there's a, you know, that's where you see the kind of attitudes come from. Yeah, like Jewish mm. women are still considered impure. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, polluted because of periods. And that's like, that's like now, that's not like, that's not sort of um, something that's like past. Like in Orthodox Judaism, it is still, you don't, like Jewish men do not shake hands with Jewish women because you might get polluted. Anyway, but I will add to that, that a lot of, we have a real tendency, I think, um, especially like as white people, to assume that we're like the ones without the taboos and that we're the ones who are like, do you know what, we're all fine. It's actually all the other cultures. And we got that a lot in the drop-in centres when we first started, where people would say to us, like, oh, what about, are all the women uncomfortable with the period products being out? And I was like, no, we're uncomfortable. The reason that we had to set up Bloody Good Period in the first place is because all of these, you know, very nice, well-meaning white women were keeping pads behind the table or not giving them out because they were too embarrassed to talk about it. It's completely us. Like, it is... It's across all cultures, but I think it's really easy to assume that, like, oh, we're, like, the status quo of, like, you know, being easy, easygoing about periods, and it just could not be more false. Like, we are the absolute perpetrators. And as, and as women, I think, a lot of the time, we are also perpetrators of those myths, and we hide and we keep those myths close because we haven't been allowed to express them. Do you have any um, comment about it? Have you got the mic? Yeah, let's, I'd love. Um, so I actually grew up in a home with like four BME school women and we never spoke about periods like ever. It wasn't until I went to uni and started living with white women that it was a very like obvious discussion. And now like me and my sisters talk about it and we've all had this like really interesting journey with our own periods, but we never spoke about it until like this. To each other. Yeah, know, until like this year and we're all in our twenties now. So it's really, it's really weird. Um, but. I don't even have any brothers either, but I would never broach the subject with any like Asian man ever, and it's like never been a discussion I've ever had with one. We well, so just did that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why it's Listen, really. I'm trying really to see people's cups. <laughs> 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 but I guess looking around the room, are there that many brown ladies? <laughs> I don't think count. <laughs> no, but I just, I just yeah. sometimes feel like whenever. Like I've hosted similar events like this as well at like university and the population is very white and I'm not sure if it's like our BMI women being excluded or they just feel more uncomfortable in these environments or if it's just a different taboo or I don't know, it's just a bit different. So. I, I mean, I think I'm, I'm obviously speaking from a less qualified position than you are in terms of this conversation, but I, I really, my obsession with, as I've got older, is just the more you encounter any form of, community that's very influenced by organised religion. And as it, again, as I say, I say this to somebody who does consider themselves to be still vaguely religious, it, it's just, that's where the kind of stricture comes from. And yeah, I just think that it's, it, it's that, you s anyone who cleaves too closely to the kind of strict theological tenets of any religion is like, always likely to stymie these sorts of conversations. Patriarchy. 
It's the patriarchy, babe. <laughs> we had another question at the front somewhere. Similar question. If you don't want to ask it, lovely. Um, <laughs> thanks very much. We've got one at the back, and then we've got, what time is it? We've probably got time for a couple more. So put your hand back up afterwards. Um, so if you guys had a vagina and you were bleeding right now, which of the menstrual products that Gabby named would you use? <laughs> That's such a good question. That's a great question. I've given you all of the facts. Yeah, you have a deal. Femtech. I was going to go for Femtech. No, no, no. As a brand, femtech, as a name. No, Femtech, I'm I was wrong. Femtech is like, that's like saying tech. Mm. So don't say Femtech. Got it. Okay, should I go through the products? And no, then no, no, no. It's so bossy I got it. to Bobby. It's so bossy. <laughs> go on, you decide. I'll think about it for a moment if you've got a... Uh, oh, I've got an answer immediately. I, the pop. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's just when somebody describes that, you're like, I would like to experience that. <laughs> well, the, 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 <laughs> it's not pleasant. I don't, yeah, I'm not, I don't it's think not I'm unpleasant. Yeah, but I think that I'm, it's just sheer curiosity to experience <laughs> the pop. Okay, Bob? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll just say, I'll say a, a tampon. Yeah. You like the thought just, of insertion? Just a thought of insertion. Gabby, <laughs> uh, you know me very well. <laughs> Great question. Uh, volunteers uh, with the roving mics, please, can you be just, you, you, I'm not looking at who's putting their hands up in order, so. I know there was some over here afterwards. Yes. Um, what about the option of free bleeding? Because that's becoming, starting to become a bit of a thing. Do you know about free bleeding? I mean, I'm gonna. Uh, Do you want to hazard a guess to what it is? Is it just let it gush? Could I be here right now, free bleeding? You could. And then I would probably run off stage. Well, no, but you wouldn't run off stage because you would just sit. I'd in be, it. A, I'd be comfortable with the fact that yeah. I'm free bleeding. Would you oh. free bleed? I think I'm still gonna stick with the pop. <laughs> <laughs> he really wants to experience I the really, pop. I'm really <laughs> curious about this pop situation. Do um, people just free? So people just let it go. I don't, but I am not judging people who do. But I just, I, I don't like being sweaty, and I'm always sweaty, so I can only imagine that it's like being sweaty but worse. Right, okay. Do you see where I'm going? I would not free bleed. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I've, you've, you've been, yeah, I, I, as soon as it hits June, I'm constantly just, my body is down. June? God, that late? Really, yeah. I start February. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very sweaty. <laughs> um, if you're comparing it to that sweaty sensation, then I would yeah. not like that because I do not like the experience of that. Does anyone free bleed in here? So they can't tell us about the sensation. But I mean, I guess period pants is free bleeding because you're not like plugging anything up. Sorry, <laughs> really gross. Um, do we have another question? So I think like a lot of men maybe haven't discussed periods because it's just like the fact that they haven't been invited into the conversation, so they're not like willfully staying out of it. But how would you deal with men if you kind of want to discuss it with them, but they actively really don't want to be part of the conversation? How do you think that can be dealt with? I think let, let's have some men answer. Well, it's when you, you called me probably about a year ago. I yeah. got an idea for a podcast. What's it about? Let's meet up. And... And then here we are, a year later, doing a podcast. But you're an open-minded, curious soul, aren't you? And that, I think that's different to what you're... Ha ha so um, how will you talk about it with one... Like maybe imagine like one of your friends who just doesn't want to know. I think, I think I'm now comfortable enough to instigate the conversation and I can see when they get a little bit wheezy and I can sort of like ask the question again and sort of stay there it's quite sort of fun, thing. It's fun, isn't it? It is like fun. When it you're is fun. comfortable with it and you're like... It is oh. fun, yeah. Yeah. What about um, you? No, good, sorry, sorry. No, no. Just <laughs> cut off. Cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if Grime Norton did that more often. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> um, I, um, the way that my treatment has either come was literally by John Smith being like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you were a male feminist. But uh, I love that. There, yeah. So fucking grow up like that. That was. She's a. She's a very aggressive woman, is John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of and that. And you know, like we, you know, a lot of my 
you know, heterosexual male friends of we're in our early 30s, we've been in relationships. And uh, in a positive way, most of them have grown out of that squeamishness just by sheer dint of being around it more and more. But yeah, I think it's um, it's one of those things where it should be the sort of thing you, you make fun of your male friends for being upset about. You know, like if you've still got, if you're still at my age in your early 30s and you've still got a male friend who's like, I don't want to talk about periods, you're like, Mm. Well, yeah. incidentally, my best pal was meant to be here. Meant to be tonight. here. <laughs> and uh, big fans of the podcast will know there's usually another and one. He, of um, us. And he he pulled <laughs> he pulled out last last minute because he just I think he got a little bit. Um, he won't mind me saying it as well. He got a little bit of stage fright, a bit a bit kind of. But I think it was the thing. A bit he was, scared. He said, "I I just I don't know anything about the subject, so I'd feel really uncomfortable talking right. about yeah. it." Right. Yeah. And. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point like, isn't like it? I'm here and I'm uncomfortable, but I think that's the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think it is uncomfortable. Like I think, um, as as a woman talking to people about periods all the time, um, and also to people who just don't want to talk about it and just don't want to know about it, you just have to just like you just have to plow through and just be like, no, sorry, it's a bodily function. Like it's not. There's nothing. There's nothing really, like when you put it, get it down to like science and facts, like there's nothing unusual about it. It is literally how babies are made. And if people can't deal with that, they need to fuck off. Like, I just I haven't got time for that anymore. Thanks, I, there was a smattering of applause there. <laughs> um, did not mean, to, I did mean to just get my own applause up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think you've just got to like talk about it, right? I know that sounds really basic, but just be like, just absolutely refuse to not. Don't need to talk about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, at least once a month. At least once a month. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's see, what time is it? We've got time for one more question, I think. A man, lovely. Thank you. Everyone clap. Hmm. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, please don't. Uh, so I went to school and obviously we never learned anything about it. It was just the girls just got sent off and it was, oh, what are they doing? No, none of your business. What age do you think you should, or like, do you think that you sh education should involve the lads more in school and in the process in which you learn for them to learn at the same time? So my sister, who's a primary school teacher, has just put her hand up. Do you want to do you want to say something first? Do you want to respond to that? Yeah, just in answer to that. So yeah, please do. When you um, teach, so she teaches four-year-olds. Yeah, but so. And we have the same voice, you might notice. Um, <laughs> anyway, there's a choice, so you don't actually have to teach periods um, separately. So you can, so in my school, they've decided to teach boys and girls together. So they keep, so it's a, it's a, a mixed sex school, but they put the boys and girls together when they're teaching periods. What age do they teach? Year six, year five and six. So it's still quite so late it's though. 11. It is, yeah, it's really late. But, um, so it's, it, there's actually no kind of like, law or anything that it needs to just be the girls that you talk to about that and, and so we decided at my school to you know get the boys involved in the conversation so it is at your discretion as a teacher as to whether I you did can not teach. know that yeah yeah I didn't know that no. I mean, it's, it makes so much sense but also yeah. like we do leave it late that you is know late. like yeah they should the be teaching it by the time you're like 10 or 11 I'm some people would have started mm. uh, yeah and also yeah. like also, I think if, I mean, more, I'm think just thinking more in terms of sex education. Like, th there's all by the time you're ten and eleven, the rumours have spread <laughs> and misinformation. Mm. I, when when I was ten years old, I thought condom was a belt <laughs> that had like a front, basically a chastity chain. Like what I thought a condom was was like a chastity mm. chain that you then sort of rub against each other. <laughs> but like by the time you're ten and eleven, like that sort of misinformation is, I think it's way too late. Good point. Yeah, like, yeah. I, agree. I was a nanny for years um, before I did this, and because I was doing this at the same time, the kids sort of, there were like three children, two of them were boys, and they, they wanted to know what I was doing when I wasn't, you know, in their house, and so periods. So talking to them about periods from like the age of, the little girl was two and the boys were four and six, they just got it. Mm. I just told yeah. them what a period was. And like at first they were like they thought it was funny because it's vagina and and also like oh blood but like almost like straight away that they they just don't give a shit like it's just that's that's the point I think I think it needs to be early because at the same time that you're learning about your body you don't just suddenly learn about your body when you're ten like you're learning about your body from like the moment you sort of are self aware and that you have hands and you know you look at yourself and 
I think that then when periods come in, I keep spitting. Can anyone else see it? I can't. Um, <laughs> when, when periods come in, like, much later on, that's why they've become this, like, taboo, because it's like, oh, we didn't know anything about that. Like, we knew about weeing and pooing. We knew about snot, but we didn't know about periods. Like, that's, I think that's part of why it becomes so weird, because it's like, oh, well, there was no information about this early on. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I think that's why we... That's also why we're just weird generally about all forms of even any sort of sex interest. We're really mm. weird here and we leave it as late as possible because no one wants to have any sort of conversation. But I believe in continental Europe, they start the conversation much earlier. I'm gesturing to our friend friend on the front row. <laughs> do they? When do they start? Mm, well, I wouldn't live in a place where it's so close to Europe. I don't remember it, but... Um, and I'd, I'd so, yeah, I haven't lived in France for 20 years, so I don't exactly know what's happening in schools now. And I know that, for me, my my mum was quite open and talked about it, and I have two sisters, so I don't think I learned about it at school. Um, but when we started, when we were teenagers and people were starting to have their periods, I think it was something that was just girls that talk about it. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure the boys were told about it, but it's, you know, it may have changed now. That was a few years ago uh, for me. And there is merit to splitting girls and boys so that girls have a safe space to talk about it as well. You know, it's not that everything, I don't think everything has to be like all together, but I think that it's just not fair on boys. To have that conversation, that conversation needs to happen. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's just not fair to leave them out of this mm. like crucial thing that is going to affect them when they, you know, if they become fathers, for example. If you don't know your, you know, your partner's ovulation period, how are you going to know when you want to have a baby? Make a baby. How are you going to know when you want to make? <laughs> <laughs> You've got apps for that now. Haven't you? Well, you have got apps for that now, Bob. You have. I know. Yes. Yeah. I'm ovulating at the moment. Fantastic. Doors open. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, should we leave it there? podcast i hope you don't mind this is how you do podcasts you have to read <laughs> bits out um so thank you so much to everyone for coming can you all give yourself a round of applause please <laughs> but most of all can we give nick kumar a big big round of applause thank you so much and thank you to everyone at king's place and to cariad lloyd for organizing the night and to adelphoy music jake wheeler who created the theme tune and to a studio of our own for the graphics you can follow BGP at Bloody Good Period on Instagram and Bloody Good underscore underscore on Twitter. Sorry about that. And <laughs> you can find this episode and our early episodes with Dame Baptiste, Jordan Stevens, and Adam Wagner on Spotify and SoundCloud. And if you want to donate, the best way is to go to bloodygoodperiod.com forward slash donate. Do you two want to share what you're up to at the moment? Maybe your Instagram handles, maybe some information about your week. Nope. You don't. You've got, <laughs> you've got Mari coming out. That's a film. It is, yeah. That you've worked on. Indeed, yeah. Remind us what it's about. It's Sorry for pointing. Yeah, <laughs> no, it follows uh, the story of a young woman dancer who wants to be a mother, uh, and it's about her relationship with her mother and her sisters as she tries to battle with career and motherhood. Sounds pretty good. Nish? Yeah. I got fuck all, mate. Not doing anything. I'm chilling out. Bye. I'm I'm having the the summer off. Summer off, but latitude. I'll be I'll be in Edinburgh. Oh, I'm in Edinburgh. I'm doing some shows in Edinburgh at the end of the festival. They're probably very good. I can only assume. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Um, But thank you so much. Um, And I think that's everything, really. I'll close my laptop and should we close it with the theme tune and some clapping? For everyone, thank you so much. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy the rest of the night.